after these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. We're here to talk about TV commercials, my friends. The good ones, and the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. Your head wants to do one thing, but your gut says, not today. My name is Andrew Walsh, I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hello, Vives. Hi, Andrew. Alright, we got a couple of things coming up today. We have a, a show divided, but in a good way. You put together a little segment. I put together a little segment. We're gonna surprise each other. It's how you keep things fresh. Take notes, kids. Uh, <laughs> what did you What did you do, Vives? We were sitting somewhere recently. And we saw a Kate McKinnon ad pop on the TV, and you said that she's in a lot of ads lately. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm seeing her in a. She's doing a couple of campaigns concurrently, um, and one of those campaigns has multiple ads running. So I feel like, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of her. So I took a look at all the commercial work Kate McKinnon has done. She's wearing a suit in red high heels in one of them. That's all I know. That's that the is, one I keep seeing on TV. That is a strong TV. look. Yeah, it is a strong that's look. That's Verizon. Yeah. She pulls it off Try to well. pull that off, middle ditch. Yeah, right? Um, and then I have a little quizzy poo for you, Veeves. Would you like to know what it's about now, or do you want to find out later? Totally up to you. I have no problem spilling the beans yeah, right spill now. Yeah, spill the beans. Spill the beans? Yeah. Speaking it's about of beans, beans. <laughs> it's about Billy Bean. Well, not really, but sort of. <laughs> oh, uh, good. My only reference for all baseball <laughs> facts is uh, my, the fact that I've seen Moneyball like three times. I'm going to list some things here for you, Vives. You got baseball. Okay. You got your football. You got basketball. You got soccer. And you got hockey. Five sports. Ten commercials. I play clips. You tell me what sport it's for. All right. Because they're all like the competition, <laughs> the dream. Yeah, right. It's more than a jersey. Yeah. You got to do that. But I, I tried, I did my best to eliminate all of like the background sounds of like squeaky shoes on a basketball court or okay. the clicking of hockey sticks. But they're in there if you listen closely because I couldn't get rid of them all together. So right. there's some pretty crafty editing on my part. But I have a feeling... I have a feeling you're going to nail the quiz. I'll bet you you're going to get 100% here. I hope there's one in there that's just like randomly like high lie or something. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't lie to you. I wouldn't high lie to you. <laughs> you wouldn't high lie to me. <laughs> and then you're just a high liar. <laughs> <laughs> and then we will check in with the ad council. I don't know exactly what we're going to hear, but I was able to hear you prepping this from a room away. And I think I heard somebody singing. Did I hear somebody singing a jingle? There is a jingle. We All right. A, we have a very fun jingle. All right. I'm looking forward to that. That may be uh, history's only record of this jingle, in fact. Really? I couldn't find it. I couldn't find uh, the original, although it's certainly people remember it, but no one seems to have captured it. Is it local? Is it from a local community or no. is it a national commercial? National. All right. Looking forward to it. Let's start by talking about Kate McKinnon. She makes me This is Vives. No, I like it. I was very it, surprised. I like it a lot too. It is The Monkees. Really? A song released in 2016. What the what? They've been making 
they is this some sort of like reconstituted monkeys? It, like well, the, it was the new monkeys. No, it was the original monkeys except Davy Jones yeah. had passed. So this was uh, without Davy Jones. Their last record before this is apparently they did release one in um, 1996. So then this album came out in 2016, what? and they're pretty old, obviously at this point. 2016. I'm digging it though. It's good, and it was written by the guy from Weezer. Oh, uh, no wonder Cuomo, I Cuomo, or what's his name? Uh, Rivers. Yes, Rivers Cuomo or Cuomo. Cuomo. Um, and yeah, apparently for this record that they released in 2016, they partnered up with some, um, they wrote some of their own songs. They partnered up with some like kind of indie musicians. I think Ben Gibbard wrote them a song. That seems like a pretty good matchup too, doesn't it? They're pulling some serious talent for being, I mean... For being the monkeys. Yeah, but also like if you're Ben Gibbard and the monkeys are like, hey, you want to write a monkeys esque song for us? Like, wouldn't you? Like, I guess so, that's in that wheelhouse. Because didn't the monkeys original hits? I mean, they were famously just put together for the TV show. A lot of but, them were, but Neil, were Neil Diamond. Diamond. Some of them I were. Mean, yeah, I think if, they wrote some of their song, own too. If that's your songwriter, uh, you know, if that's what you're working, if that's what you're coming to the table with, I can understand why. A modern day songwriter might be like, yeah, I'd like to be part of this legacy. Sure. And also, like, you can hear that, you know, it's kind of that jangly thing. Yeah. I mean, Weezer. And again, I know Death Cab tends to be a little bit more on the morose side. But uh, Ben Gibber definitely has some jangle in him. So. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing mopey about that. I definitely want to. Well, that and again, that one was the Weezer written one. But anyway, I want to go back and check out the whole record. Anyway, um, what were we talking that about? That is astounding to me. Yeah, yeah right. That is so bizarre. It's pretty good. Yeah. I want to go back and check I it out. I do, too. Uh, um, Kate McKinnon, Genevieve, the floor is yours. Kate McKinnon, we love her. She's uh, she's SNL. She you know she's SNL. This is according to Wikipedia, but she's SNL's uh, longest running or has been in the most episodes female cast member, mm-hmm. um, which is really shocking to me, just because I, I think of like you know I, I I came up in the '90s and I think of like some of the female cast members that were on it for a long time back then, but I guess mm-hmm. she's just really been in a lot of episodes. They also, isn't Keenan Thompson um, the longest running um, cast member full stop? I think that's true. And yeah. So you have the he's, just long- been, he's been doing it yeah. forever. So two of the longest running um, cast members. That's yeah. interesting. And she's great, of course. Um, oh, she's just so... Until she ruined Ghostbusters, obviously. Well, she ruined my childhood by making <laughs> Ghostbusters. Me. Until she ruined um, everyone's childhood. But um, no, I mean, she's just... How can you not like Kate McKinnon? Yeah, she's so terrific. She's so funny. Um, And if you're watching any TV uh, these days, including streaming services, you're seeing her in a couple of major campaigns. And one of them is for Verizon. And Verizon uh, forever had Thomas Middleditch, which we have dunked on pretty hard on this show, I think. He was playing a pretty unlikable Middleditchy character on that. Yeah, it was like a degree. It was his sort of his type of character but turned up to a sort of irritating degree mm-hmm. he was crashing people's weddings yeah. he was like trying to get his point across by being kind of pushing and pushy and fumbly and bumbly it was yeah, bad yeah it was just not it didn't really work for me and you i don't think these are very different and clearly like we've talked about those AT&T ads with Melena Vaintrub where the premise is if you're an old customer or a new customer we'll treat you the same so that must be mm-hmm. the thing that all of the uh, cell phone companies are like getting in their in their market research that people don't like to be treated differently good. because this <laughs> no honestly yeah good. no you you, you, know, you said that was like a, a compelling pitch to you um, this is basically the same pitch that like if you are if you've been a longtime Verizon customer or are a brand new Verizon customer 
this uh, promotion that they have to get a new 5G phone will apply equally. So this is one of those, uh, I think Verizon does a lot of this like happening in the white void yeah. Uh, the boundless void. Yep. I've seen this on the TV in the background a million times. I don't think I've ever heard the audio, so I'm interested in hearing how it ties together. But yeah, it's the the, the big white void, but you have a bunch of people milling about. But there's just a, a crowd of people milling around, and she, Kate McKinnon, as you said, she looks great. She's wearing like a black paint, sort of a jumper, jumpsuit almost. Kind of a power suit. Uh, that's not what a power suit looks oh, like. Oh, really? What's a power suit? A power suit is like a suit. It's like yeah, a, okay. just a suit. Well, um, she looks powerful in this. She looks great. Getup. Yeah, she looks terrific, and she's and she's got these very dramatic and noticeable red uh, stiletto high heels. Um, she's walking through this void, interacting with all of the people, or kind of like walking amongst them, and and just telling you the pitch for this upgrade. Hi, Verizon launched the first five G network, and now we want to be the first to give everyone the joy of five G by giving every customer a new five G phone on us. <laughs> Old customers, new customers, families, businesses, in-laws, law firms, every customer. New 5G phones when you trade in your old ones. And if you're not a customer, we'll help cover the cost to switch. Just ask Wanda. She's been with us since now. Upgrade your phone. Upgrade your network. (laughs) There's a cute moment at the end where you hear people laugh, where she does like a, just I think an impromptu kind of lunge. Mm -hmm. And I, it just feels like something Kate McKinnon improvised. And I get the sense that the people were, were like just genuinely laughing. Her left hand is in her pocket the whole time, which is also an interesting kind of move. Yeah. Don't you think that's really notable? Although I don't know what to note about it. <laughs> you did note it's it. A, it's, a, it's an interesting body language that she's got. Yeah. You know, she's kind of walking through like she's a boss, but she's also kind of like at one point you see her kind of walking along a line of people and high-fiving. And she's definitely kind of got this weird, this, not weird, but kind of sort of a funny little step she's got going on. There's some comedy in there, but she's also kind of like, she looks like a boss in a movie, sort of, I think. Yeah, I mean, she looks great she looks really she looks very attractive um there's a part of me that can't unsee some of the impressions that she's most Mm. famous for with her like hillary clinton there will always be i'll always see like a a a slight veil of hillary clinton when i hear Mm. and see her talk um just because she did that impression for so long Mm -hmm. um but yeah she looks great here now the other campaign um that she's doing is for tostitos um, and these are these are uh, she's not alone. She's with Dan Levy uh, of Schitt's Aww, Creek, and, wow. and also everything. Two beloved Ex- comedians, extremely right beloved comedic actors. And he's more than I even said comedian, but I mean he 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 writes Shit Creek, right? Like that. This was I his think, baby. I and, think it's like his creative yeah. project. Yeah, I mean Dan Levy is he's a genius. He's a genius, and this is his moment. Like this is his year really mm-hmm. you know, i hope I, he parlays it into more honestly yeah i think he, i hope he does too he's incredibly talented and he's just just so huge right now so and i think they both are like kind of at the peak of their powers mm-hmm. uh, or they're or they're certainly on the they're very powerful right now both of them so the two of them together are i just get the sense that they're like they were invited to just kind of riff with each other mm-hmm. so this one let's start with this one they're at a party together um and they are just uh they're standing by the the table with the tostitos and the chip and the salsa and a guy a third guy walks up kind of a dopey looking white guy um who takes a chip and some salsa and immediately spills some salsa on his shirt Mm. as he goes to eat it and so the voices you're hearing are kate and dan 
having a silent conversation with each other with their eyes, but oh, you're okay. hearing the voiceover of like whether they should mention to this guy that he has sal- spilled salsa on his shirt. All right, I haven't seen this. I'm excited. Good setup. Let's take a listen. Hey, sorry. Oh, oh I hate it. Should we tell him? We? You noticed it. You tell him. No, I hate conflict. Create a diversion then. I can't. I'm frozen. Really? Just pull him aside and... No, I can't do it. You do it. You do it. You do it. You do it. Hey, just so you know, yellow lipstick on her teeth. <laughs> so that's the, as you said, the derpy guy at the end telling her that she has lipstick on her teeth. Yeah, and at the very end, she says to Dan, rude. <laughs> I missed that. Sorry, I talked over it. That's really good because you feel like they're playing themselves. Yeah, I think they are. This, you know, I feel like, didn't Dan Levy do... Well, he's doing the Eminem ad. Yeah, he did. And I hated it, right? It was because it's all part. I just hate that campaign of just like we're sentient Eminems who sentient are huge M&Ms. and people want to eat us. And who even wants to eat an Eminem that big? They're so committed. Even if they weren't alive, they're so committed to the giant sentient Eminems being eaten. Yeah, I don't really get why they love this. I mean, this campaign has been going on for so long. It's like they're not even listening to this show. I don't know, man. And Well, they're probably listening. They're just straight up ignoring <laughs> They're just willfully They think they're right and they're disregarding so our very considered advice. No, I don't know. They they are very committed to that that premise and those big giant stupid M&Ms. But anyway, um so this in this next one with Dan and Kate um, they're, they look like they're on set somewhere. It looks like they're standing by craft services or something, and in the background are like the, is makeup. So they're on set, and they're having a discussion with um, about how spicy, how how they interpret the spiciness level of these spicy Tostitos. Oh, okay. And then uh, after we finish this and talk about it, I'll share what Tostitos thinks that they're doing with social media, which is hilarious to me. Hmm. I didn't know they made spicy Tostitos. So I guess the commercial's well, already there, working. There I haven't seen it yet. That seem appealing to you? Yeah, I mean, I like spicy chips. Yeah. yeah. I mean, usually we get our spice from the salsa we're dipping it in. I've had like those lime-flavored yeah. uh, Tostitos. Those aren't bad. Those are good. All right, let's take a listen. Hey. Warm. Mmm. These Tostitos habanero chips are spicy. I actually think they're really spicy. Hmm. For me, it's a <gasps> spicy. <gasps> Now for me, it's it's sort of like, you know. I do. For me, mm-hmm. the spice is is pelvicular. Wow, I know what you mean. But for me, I think it's it's drama. It's it's Victor. Mm. I'm leaving. That sort of level of spicy. Mm-hmm. For me, it's more of a visual thing. You know, it's like um. And he gets out his phone. It's like that. Ah, hotch, that is spicy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't see what's on this phone. Yeah. For me, it's physical. And it's like... She does like a Michael Jackson like a, dance. Ow, 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 ow. You know, mm. spicy. For me, it's kind of like a... It's, it's a now he goes into like a deep. split. Wow. It's like this. You win. It's like a really bad it's split. It's that spicy. Okay. Kate, can you help me up? I have a weak joint. <laughs> I like that one okay. I like that the one first is, one way better. So that's the extra That's the extra super extended cut mm-hmm. of that. The version that plays on TV is, is, I've seen a 15 second version and a 30 second version where a lot of that riffing and one-upping and, and ad-libbing goes, gets cut out. Mm-hmm. Again, I think they just had these two talented comedians 
essentially go in with the the idea like you're supposed to you should w- try to one up each other each mm-hmm. time you you come back to how spicy it is yeah um but this concept of one upping each other something that like tostitos really boy they really thought they had a winner with this um because tostitos created an interactive lens on snapchat that rolled out on april 6th um so that fans uh, like Levy and McKinnon can one up each other on the social media platform. And I actually had to Google today, what is an interactive lens of Snapchat? <laughs> <laughs> You're not really up on the filters. I'm huh? not really up on the filters. I get it now. It's like, yeah, it's some sort of like the filter that puts a funny rabbit head on you or something yeah. i don't really know you get it i get it but i thought like well you're almost sometimes i think you're almost too cool yeah i'm cool because i don't care <laughs> um but i was like okay well did anybody i mean yes this was like uh, now a month and a half ago or whatever but like did anybody actually do i always wonder about that right like it takes it takes a special alchemy for a brand to get people to do the kind of user-generated content that they that they envision when they start these kinds of campaigns. I've been in the room when like that's like, we're like, we'll get user generated Mm -hmm. content and it'll become a, a, you know, it'll trend. Mm -hmm. And like some brands are very good at it. Wendy's obviously is very good at that kind of stuff, but even brands that were once good at it are, it's now it's so done and it's so predictable that I don't think, it's very rare, I think, that a brand is successfully able to get users on board with like riffing on their on their marketing concept. Wonder- and I couldn't find any pictures or videos of this. Now I know Snapchat like disappears, but you know, content gets saved and repurposed and stuff. I wonder who ended up winning that contest. What was the Super Bowl commercial oh, the where you were supposed to pause it and, and like count all of the instances of a watermelon? The I watermelon think? Mountain Dew. Yeah. I tried that and it was... You tried the actual Mountain Dew. You didn't try to count all of them. I did not try them. to count all the bottles. Uh, I mean, get that that's like how many jelly beans are in a jar. Like you just have to take a guess and hope your guess is right. Yeah. It's funny that you'd think that they, there would be some benefit in the brand than kind of announcing the winner or trying I to... I honestly wonder if anyone ever wins those kinds of things. Yeah. Huh. Um, I'm interested to see if they say who won the vaccine lottery here. Oh, right. They're supposedly it's supposed to be announced today, right? Uh, I thought it was maybe tomorrow. Did it get announced today? Uh, maybe they're picking it today and then the announcing it tomorrow. But anyway, that's kind of... That's kind of interesting. Also, I think it's interesting that they paired up with Snapchat. I don't know how much of a going concern Snapchat is anymore. Like, as I figured... Because it's it, all TikTok, right? I figured that it was TikTok and Insta, and I sort of thought that Snapchat might have been... Maybe back in April. Back maybe back on April 6th that was Snapchat was cool. Things move so fast. <laughs> it's true. And we have um, one more campaign, a McKinnon campaign, but this one goes back a ways. Yeah, so I was sort of curious. Like, you know, so many of these, so many people get their start doing ad work, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's all the it's we've done shows on this before, but it's always fun to see like, you know, Stephen Colbert for Burger King or, you know, I think there's one with. Uh, I mean, there's like, you know, so like so many so many people who are huge stars now did mm-hmm. ads when they were first getting started. I think it would blow a lot of young people's minds if they stumbled on an episode of Strangers with Candy. Just to know that Colbert was a totally, on a, like, very different kind of, I mean, listen, they're both c- comedy, but, like, it just seemed like such a different career path. Yeah. Being yeah. in, like, that kind of, almost like, you know, they, they were episodes, but sketch-like, absurdist humor, and now he's 
yeah. the king of late night. Yeah. I don't know if he's the king of late night. He's the king of my heart of late night. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, no, I agree. It's interesting. It would be interesting to see like what a, you know, how David Cross has said how many people that he can always tell like the age of a person by what they know him from. Ah, yeah. Like, do like they know him from Mr. Show yeah. or do they know him from Arrested Development or do they know him from like he was in all those some of those like scary movies. Uh huh. Um, and so he said like he can really tell a lot about a person like based on what thing they recognize him from. Does he play one of the M&M's? I, it wouldn't shock me, but I don't think that he does. I thought I, he also he played some role. Also, was he in a cartoon? Did he play a cartoon cat or something? I feel like <laughs> I, I feel like he was attached to one of those franchises that everybody made fun of him for. But he's like, whatever, bought it, me a lake house, like Garfield. It, it or might something. have been the scary movies. No, oh, because okay. you know those were pretty terrible. Yeah, but I thought he did a voice. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so anyway, so what are these? Too these loud, are, Cynthia. <laughs> too, too loud, loud and, and too, too specific. specific. Um, so these are from around 2015. Are these MasterCard commercials? These are. This is for a um, in 2015-ish. Um, that's as close as I could nail it down from when these were from. MasterCard thought they would do something innovative where they would be like a one-touch on your phone payment system, yeah. which of course now you know lots of companies do that, but I think MasterCard thought that they were going to do it with their brand. And mm. I, since the fact that I've never heard of MasterPass uh, makes me think it didn't mm -hmm. take off. Um, and Kate McKinnon at that time, I don't know that she was a, certainly not a household name, um, I don't even know if she was, had joined. Um, she was on SNL by then, no? Had she joined SNL? Let me double check that. Um, I was thinking of Alvin and the Chipmunks, by the way, as far as David Cross. Oh, yeah. Because uh, that was like, they made a bunch of those. Yeah. And I think he, I don't know if Each he was one of the Chipmunks than the last. or what. Yeah. Um, but uh, I know they got chipwrecked. Um, but anyways, yeah, I think that was like a real franchise that he was making some bank off yeah. of that people didn't really. You know, like, who am I to say, who who am I to hold up? any sort of like artistic integrity argument like if someone paid me enough money i would absolutely be in garfield mm -hmm. or or chipwrecked or whatever you know i mean um, it's, you know it's stupid but it's not malevolent also yeah what was this oh the squeakwell was the second one i like that <laughs> one um kate mckinnon uh, started on snl in 2012 so as okay, we so heard she she's was, been there for a really long time yeah, well as we said yeah so she was so she was there um so maybe she was more known for her comedic and she does get to do some some sort of comedic acting in these uh so in this one it starts out basically she's the premises or the the you know problem that they're trying to solve for is like the pain point the pain point thank you is filling out all of your you know address and credit card number and stuff on internet forms to buy things that is a pain in the ass i guess so except now that now like I haven't. I can't remember the last time I bought something online where it didn't say like, "Do you want to use?" You know, it, Your last it auto pops thing. everything. Yeah, you know. Yeah. All right, let's take a listen to this. I'm not a fan of putting my personal info in these online shopping forms. Hello, I don't have time to be filling out my address. I need to be buying a dress. That's why I use MasterPass. Less typing, more dancing. Now she's in this sexy red dress and this like Spanish dancer is doing oh, a dance with her. <laughs> he says, what is your name? And she the says, I am shrimp in Spanish. <laughs> so she's just kind of playing that. It's hard to say even what she's doing there. She's just playing a very kind of arch character yes. sort of, right? Yeah. And does she play? And so there's another one, same campaign. It begins with her kind of being trapped inside one of these forms. And it looks like this one for yoga starts the same exact way. Exactly. Should we take a listen? Sure. 
I used to get really stressed out putting my personal info in these online shopping forms. Last name. How about last time? Now I breathe easy with the ancient art of yoga. And master pass. This pose is called downward facing hog. So now she's in a yoga class and she she said downward facing hog. Is that what she said? I listened to that four or five times. She, it, I do not know what she says. It's a terrible line read. It says hog in the description. It says, now she can enjoy uh, munching oh, on her. I guess so, so she's like, holding a piece of pizza in the yoga class. And then she lays on her belly and starts eating the pizza while everybody else is doing these complicated poses. But she calls it a downward facing hog. That seems weirdly harsh, doesn't it? I guess so, except she is about she is munching on a pizza in a yoga class. And it's like a joke about downward facing dog. Obviously. Yeah, I know. It's just I, and again, I'm not trying to be snowflakey here. I don't really it's not offensive to me, but it does seem it just comes Call, off as harsh. Calling, Do we call, calling ourselves or other ladies hogs. Yeah, or pigs. Yeah, yeah. like it is. It's pretty rough. Anyway, well, 2015, take, it was a different. Time. Yeah, let's take a listen. Downward facing hog. Pizza looks good. Yeah, that's hard, right? Come on, right? Me. The easier way to shop online. She's offering pizza to the people who are doing that's like, such real a hacky. Yoga. That ad is hackily written. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of these. Did you? I just accidentally I like clicked I on shrimp. my quiz. Did you? Um, I did not see, see my quiz sheet no. by the way, because I accidentally clicked on it. And I, I think you saw it, and I think now the whole quiz is going to be I ruined. I didn't see it. I think you did. I think you're lying to me, Genevieve. <laughs> Genevieve, stop lying to me. Anyway, well, that's good. Well, I hope Kate McKinnon um, is in more commercials. Honestly, like, get your money, get man. Get your money. Get your money. And also, I hope, I also really hope that she does, because she's been in some films, but, well, like Ghostbusters. That's probably the biggest film, right? And she plays one of the lead roles in that. Yes. I would um, like to see her in more things. She's not in Bridesmaids, right? She's not in Bridesmaids. That's Kristen Wiig, who's Although also in both. They're both Paul Feig joints, right. I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and she's been in some other things that did not do super well. She was in like a buddy comedy with, I think, Mila Kunis. Hmm. Um, she's just, she's been in some things that sort of like didn't take off the way they were supposed to. I was today while I was looking up commercials that she was in, I saw an ad for for a movie that I had never heard of with, listen to this lineup, Zach Galifianakis, mm-hmm. Kate McKinnon, mm-hmm. Kristen Wiig, mm-hmm. um, Owen Wilson, Whoa. Jason Sudeikis, Whoa. and Leslie Jones. Why aren't we watching that right and now? And it's called, uh, it's called like uh, Masterminds. Okay. And I'm like, where did I never, how did I never hear about this? Yeah. Um. And it's from like a couple years ago. Oh, so let's I'm, watch it. So I'm going to, yeah, let's go watch VOD, it. VOD, baby. Yeah. It stands for video on demand. <laughs> um, I went to see a movie, or I was hoping to go see a movie yesterday. My, um, I had a doctor's appointment that I felt like I deserved a treat afterwards, like a child <laughs> going to the doctor. And I was like, oh, I'll go, I'll finally go see a movie for the first time since the pandemic. Um, but nothing was playing that even slightly interested me. Yeah. There, there was like all scary movies and movies about horses weirdly <laughs> and i was like i don't know i almost wanted to see a quiet place too that's how much i wanted that bag of popcorn right but i was like i don't really like scary movies i'll go if you want to watch it with me but also like probably grip your hand until i break a break a knuckle too but like i was like i'm not gonna go and it was still sunshiny out it was like in the late afternoon early so evening. you went to a dark bar and ate pizza so i went to a dark bar and ate pizza instead now that's a speed um that i can handle but yeah i was kind of i was a little bit bummed i mean eventually they're gonna eventually there's gonna be too many movies like so many that have been shelved because of the pandemic 
Yeah. Like I know that there's going to be a glut, but they're not there yet. And I guess they're being very careful with the timing of these things to make sure that they're... But apparently, um, the timing of uh, A Quiet Place 2 is really interesting. Apparently, it did really well in its opening box office weekend. Yeah. I'm, that's interesting. Uh, I liked A Quiet Place, but... I feel weirdly unenthused about seeing the sequel. Yeah, me too. The first one, they both, they both apparently are um, kind of masterclasses in uh, under, you know, making these movies on a pretty tight budget and yes. then making a lot of money, almost, almost like popular art films. Sort right. of. And I'm surprised the second one was able to follow that model and be successful. Yeah, well, I think Krasinski's the uh, he's the creative force behind both. Right, he's the mm-hmm. writer and director, um, and yeah, like, and they're not. You know they're they're well made. The first one anyway was well made, but it was there weren't any huge effects or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe the the monsters were like a digital effect, but it wasn't like there was like big explosions or anything. Yeah. Anyway, um, well that was fun. Do you want to talk about sport now? Let's talk about sport. Should I turn my my video? Away? Yeah. Okay, Veeves, you're no longer looking at your screen. I see that you've turned the screen away from you. So you understand the rules, right? I play a little clip. Yes. Um, I listen intently for the sound of any kind of uh, (laughs) sport-related activity. I want you to use any kind of wiles and cleverness that you have to figure (laughs) out which sport commercial. Now, these um, these are... I think mostly for the network itself or for the league itself. Maybe some of them might be a product related to it or maybe it's apparel. I don't know. But it's pretty clear like most of these are are taking one sport and putting it front and center. Here is your first clue. Tell me what do you remember the five? Do you need to write them down? No, I got it. It's football, basketball, baseball, hockey, and highlight. Soccer. Soccer. Yes. Okay, here's your first one. As I call it. We Hi, wait Hi. all season for these games. Frenetic, chaotic, and unpredictable. They battle through their division. Now everything is on the line. There's nothing like it in sports. Are you watching this? Anything can happen. No one could say they saw this coming. Who you got? What is it, Vives? The frenetic description mm-hmm. makes me think it's hockey. Mm-hmm. You think it's hockey? I do. Indeed, you are right, my friend. All right. That is one check mark for you. <laughs> I don't know what that voice is. Um, all right, here's your next one. This is the moment. Make it major. Major work for major reward. Make everyone remember why they love this game. Okay. I think that it's either... I mean the 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 word major makes me think it's baseball because major league MLS is major league soccer. That's true. What um, are they? NFL, National Football, Major League Soccer, Major League Baseball, NBA, National Basketball Association. It's an association. It's so businesslike. <laughs> what am I leaving out? Uh, do we say National Hockey League? Oh, a National Hockey League. Um, I'll go ahead and say baseball. You think it's baseball? Yeah. Indeed, you are right. Oh wow! I really two. thought I really thought that was a that was sort of a shot in the dark. You know, if we want to like um, here actually, I'm not going to do this for all of them, but like if you want to hear the unedited one, because I have to cut out a lot of references, a lot of things. But like, 
I'm now focused in on, okay, you don't actually hear the sound in that version I played. You don't actually hear the sound of, of baseballs being hit, but there's something about the music that emulates it. You know what's it, funny you know, that you say? It. That's exactly it's right. Like, that's why these are not, that's why these are gettable. Kind of be- interesting, because right? Because there is a cadence to the way um, the each sport is advertised. Like the frenetic, I mean, they use the word frenetic in the hockey one, but yeah. like of those five sports... Maybe basketball could be described as frenetic, but mm-hmm. like baseball's not frenetic. Oh, the opposite! I, like if they could institute some freneticism, like I might might be more interested. You millennials can appreciate <sighs> baseball. So boring. Um, Here, take a listen to this. Yeah, no, I think it's a really interesting. Um, it's interesting to to look for the um, audio cues that are in here that aren't necessarily the actual sound effects of the game, but in this case, like the music. Now, this is the unedited one. This is the moment. Make it major. Major work for major reward. That's Mike Trout. Major style and major substance. Francisco Lindor knocks on four. All rise. Major swings. What a grab by Antonio. Flo grande. And major fun. Okay, so anyway, here I took out all those players' names because you'd probably recognize them. Um, I actually, okay. that would not have helped me. Tatis Jr.? Yeah, you would have gotten that. Okay, here is not even close. clue number three. I play for the faithful. For the angels who watch over me. I play for the history about to be written. What was that? Huh. What was that? How many questions are there total? Ten. Ten. Okay. Um, that one I could guess. Who's who's got an inflated sense of their own historical importance? Um, Who doesn't? Yeah. Right. Uh, I'll guess basketball. Same basketball. Yeah. You are. Oh, that wrong, wrong, my friend. And I think it was recency bias or the opposite of. That was another baseball. Oh, that was another baseball commercial. Uh, and I tricky. think you thought I wouldn't put two together, but I did because I knew you thought that I wouldn't think <laughs> that you would think that I would put two together. Uh, that was Mike Trout Jr., which is why he made the reference to um, the angels watching over me. He plays for the angels, but uh. it's also a reference to, of course, just like the history of the game. I play for the faithful to discover the sixth tool. I cut out the sixth tool. Do you know the, what a five-tool player is? I did not. I don't know exactly either, but that wouldn't have been a clue for you. I know that like in baseball, you have a five-tool player. I have. That's why it's so hilarious. Like You could have probably played these whole ads for me, <laughs> and, I, and as long as you like left out the name of the actual sport i would not have got i would, would not have more information i've always um i always have to look this up because i can never remember the five tools that are central to success in the game hitting hitting for power running fielding and throwing the so-called five tool player is a special breed so oh they did talk got, about that in Moneyball, aka yeah. my only source of information <laughs> that's about baseball. right that's right i think it is funny that hitting and hitting for power are two different tools yeah what is hitting well whatever i'm not going to look that up because i i don't i can't explain it either although i do it, i feel like they've been talking a 
lot more this season than than I've noticed before about hitting for power. Um, okay, are you ready for... So you've got uh, two right, but you do have one wrong. See, what I did was I set it up at the beginning like you were going to ace this thing, which really meant that if I even got you with one of them, <laughs> yeah. it was a victory for me. Right? That's called working the reps. I believe so. Which and is what sport is that reference. from? Working the umps. All right, here's number four. Legend burned into imagination. This game takes everything you give and gives back even more. These are the lines and colors of history where no two pitches are the same. Selflessness recognized. The fight of a lifetime and a family that chooses you. This thing we do, we follow. It breaks hearts, bends minds, and drops jaws. The the accent makes me think it's got to be soccer. Soccer? I'm going to guess soccer. You're sure going to go with soccer? Yeah. All right. You're wrong, but I think uh, that's what makes that one so interesting is it really does sound like soccer. It's basketball. Oh, wow. Yeah. I That would not have been even my third guess. I didn't have to edit much of this. I'm going to play the um, unedited version because I'm sure there were some references that I cut out. I might even begin by saying this game of basketball. I think <laughs> the name of the ad. But you take that out. Like, the crowd does not necessarily sound. You it don't sounded hear the, like a stadium crowd. Yeah, you don't sound hear the squeaky shoes or anything. Here's the full thing, or at least the unedited. This is the game of basketball. Poetry in motion. Is that, that. that Idris Elba voicing it? Legend burned into the imagination. This game takes everything you give and gives back even more. It is, Veeves. Look at me. Congratulations. I should get a point for that. You should. Too bad you don't. Do ya? Do ya, Veeves? But no, you should get an extra point for that. But you don't. Um, <laughs> I would have. I would not have gotten that. That's supposed to be my special skill. Okay, you ready for another one? Yeah. This is number five. It's skill. It's style. It's community. It's teams. It's more teams. Oh yes, it is. It's fans, family, future. It's a generation. It's a movement, and it's just getting started. Now that's that voice? McConaughey. That's McConaughey. Huh? McConaughey. McConaughey. What? Um, so, what would McConaughey be pitching to people? Um, he. I kind of lost track because I was like uh, trying to place his voice for mm-hmm. a second. You want to hear it again? Yeah, yeah, one more time. It's skill. It's style. It's community. It's teams. It's more teams. Oh yes, it is. It's fans, family, future. It's a generation. It's a movement. And it's just getting started. I cut out a bunch of references. This is for the like the 25th anniversary of Major League Soccer, the league. So it's a relatively new league, right? And Did you just tell me that it was for soccer? Oh, you haven't um you haven't guessed yet. No, I haven't. What do you want to guess? I guess soccer. <laughs> You do not get a point, but I lose a hundred points. You definitely lose hundred points. I like the way that I I'm telling you what I cut out. It's soccer, Genevieve. Got it. Um, what a bummer for me to do that. <laughs> All right, you ready? Here's number six, dummy. That's directed towards me, by the way. I don't think that you're a dummy. I think that you were. I think that you were very observant of <laughs> noticing that I said. See how I cut out all the references to soccer. This is more than just a game. This is teamwork. This is character building. This is fun. Let's play. 
It's amazing how they sound that so similar. I'm going to guess football for that one. This is more than just a game. This is teamwork. This is character building. This is fun. Let's play. Football it is. We'll give it away the, the, the music, right? The music and honestly... Like the, the marching. The, <laughs> and <laughs> the choice, the quality of the voice, the, the, mm. the characteristic of the voice. Uh-huh. It sounded like a football man. I mean, not, not like a football player, but like right. the way, the kind of voices that they choose to promote football. I thought That's Ma- why McConaughey, I was, you would have gotten me on Yeah, because, because he's was, a big football guy down there in, what is he, an A&M guy? Some, some I'm Texas sure team. He's some Texas yeah. team. Yeah, I don't know which one. And I wouldn't... I was leaning towards football for him and, like, secondarily baseball. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, so you got football right. You got soccer sort of right. Okay, ready for this next <laughs> by, one? By my astute uh, problem-solving and detective work of listening to you describe it. <laughs> Here's another one. This is a league full of powerful women. And know that sometimes, instead of asking people to step aside, you have to tell them Ms. to make way. What is it? It's WNBA. Yes, basketball I heard, indeed. I mean, first of all, there's, shoe? I heard a squeaky shoe, but also, uh. Uh, did you hear that squeaky shoe? <laughs> um, I there's no other um, made. There's no other equivalent. Could have been soccer. Women. I guess that's true. Women's, um, but in America, the isn't the women's soccer team one of the best in the world? Yeah, but do we watch it here? I'm the sure. Way we you watch know, it I'm sure. WNBA? I, I mean, We'll, we'll go on with the quiz. All right, uh, here's number eight for you. Thank you for being a sport that helps me with other sports. Thank you. Thank you for seeing me, the real me. Not my size. Our age. Not my race or gender. Not the things that hold me back, but the real me. The person I want to be. The person I can be. Thank you for making me strong. And brave. And proud. I'm going to say soccer. You're going to say soccer? Yeah. My friend. Oh. Two points for me um, because I stumped the chump. Are we just stealing things from car talk now? Um, That was actually for hockey. Interesting. Right? I also think it's funny. Things for making, things for being a sport that makes me good at other sports is also a very weirdly dismissive thing to say about the sport. It's really strange. And I don't think of hockey. I mean, I don't know what women's hockey looks like in America. I st- also, I th- I would like to retract my statement about women's soccer in America not being a big crowd pleaser because I realize like some of the biggest athletes, yeah. some of the most famous athletes in the Rapino, world. Rapinoe. I mean, yeah. Right. Isn't it Rapino? Is it Rapino? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, like the there are huge international megastar women who play yeah. soccer. All right, Vives, what do you got? You got three wrong. Okay. Four right. Got two more to go. Is the four? Is does my four right include my? No, I'm sorry. You got five right. Include three wrong. <laughs> I would say that's the one that you the one hey, that man. you messed up is sort of a watch. Well, we'll see. But okay, uh, two more to go here. <laughs> Take a listen to this. Well, I got one question for you. How great do you want to be? Putting on that jersey this season will be more than ever. At our home, I need everything you got. Everything. We want to be the greatest. This is the perfect way to kick off the season. I also edited these so fast. Uh, you might I... should kickoff have been in there. Oh, did he say? Yeah, I guess kickoff the season. Now there are of... two sports that have kickoffs. Yes, and you can kick people in hockey. <laughs> you are. We watched. We were. Where were we the other day when there was a hockey game on, and it was just this is in the background, and it they, was, it was just, just fight fighting. after fight after fight. It was there was no hockey because they're in the finals right now, which is one of the reasons I wanted to do I mean, this it was today just, too. It was just a boxing match on ice. 
Do you know that uh, three of the, I don't know, well, soccer must be ongoing now, too. So literally all of these sports are going on right now, right? Hockey playoffs, basketball playoffs happen simultaneously. Baseball's on right now. Mariners are um, uh, 0-0 in the um, first inning against the Tigers. Man on first. Should we just watch this game? <laughs> you want to just call the game? Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. I do, oh, no, football's not in season, obviously, and I guess that's the only outlier. But anyway, so you got that one right, right? Well, I didn't guess yet. Well, you said kickoff. All right. <laughs> uh, <and laughs> I feel like I've had several of these handed to me. I was going to guess football. I know you were. Okay, last one. You ready? I am. Okay, here we go. No matter how bitter the rivalry, we have the same goal. To end discrimination. No sexism. No homophobia. No racism. No discrimination. No excuses. No exceptions. We respect our game. We respect each other. Okay. The use of the sort of like thumpity thump 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 Mm -hmm. and the word goal makes me want to guess soccer. It's soccer indeed. The thumpity thump thump thump. Um, I didn't even realize they used goal. I cut goal out of another one. They didn't use it in context of sport, but I was... I wasn't listening for context if, clues. If they had said, if we eliminate racism, it'll be all 360 spins and slam dunk pointers. <laughs> it'll you be a touchdown known. for equality. <laughs> Congratulations, Mitch. <laughs> I don't have Can we any... call this show a touchdown for equality? <laughs> yes, I think so. Um, all right, so let's get out. Well, let's do Let's not get out of You want to get to your baseball game so goddamn much. I mean, we got to figure. So there's two outs I now. I need we you here with me in this room. <laughs> all right. Oh, the Tigers beat up on us so badly in the last <laughs> series. I really, I really want to win. I could really use a win here. Everybody's talking at me I don't hear words they're saying Only the echoes of my mind The quiz was fun. It was fun. Um, all right. Congratulations, too, by the way, Babes. Big, oh, big win for you. Big, big win. win. I, um, it was harder than I expected. And also, it was kind of interesting to realize that when you remove the specific signifiers, how much these ads rely on the same yeah. linguistic tropes and cliches. I, I almost wonder if it would have been interesting for me to just read you the copy. That would, yeah, be interesting. Yeah, without, without, especially because I was getting a lot from the the identity or the sound of the voiceover. Mm-hmm. Um, and for sure, I was getting a lot from the cadence of the music that accompanied it and the types of instrument t- instrumentation. And it, it's interesting to realize how much of that sinks in subconsciously. Yeah, yeah. I guess it was more interesting to do it this way, but if we had done it the other way, I could have used a silly voice. So that would have been <laughs> fun, true. too. All right, what do we got in the old mailbag here from the Ad Council? Well, this first note is from Rachel, who posted this on Facebook, and I, I thought this was worth discussing. Um, this is for this is a campaign that Dixie Paper Plates is doing. Oh. And I don't know if you've seen these, but Dixie's, no, I have not. Dixie's whole campaign for several years now has been that they are strong paper plates. Oh, yeah, like there's one of a woman carrying Heavy food. Heavy stakes. Yeah, across a... Um, a a, 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 like a, a trip, not a trip wire, a high wire, a high wire between two buildings in the city. Yeah, yeah, that one is fun. So she has two like huge porterhouse steaks on paper plates, and she uses them as balance 
to walk across a high wire in this in a city cityscape. Mm-hmm. That's pretty old now, I think. Or been yeah, running, but and that and time. and now they're doing this thing where it's the same premise or at least the same pitch that their plates are stronger than a you know a shitty paper plate. Like we've all had, we've all been to a picnic, or perhaps even thrown the picnic where you got the cheap paper plates. I remember when you did the TBTL boat show. Yeah. And I had to go get like twenty pizzas and paper plates and napkins and stuff. We went to get the paper plates and napkins and we were we only had to serve food at that show because of some like technicality, like you couldn't rent the boat unless there was dinner you or something. You couldn't serve booze on the boat, which That's we found right. out much later, yeah. Like you weird. wanted to serve booze, but there had to be food, so we had to have food, so we had to have plates. So it was sort of like you swallowed the spider to catch the fly. Yeah. And so Barry, broadcast Barry and I were like at uh, Cash and Carry to get paper plates and stuff. And I think I wanted to get like the very cheapest paper plates, the ones that were like basically a piece of notebook paper. Uh And Barry was like, could you just spend like the extra 30 cents and get get the ones that won't completely disintegrate in people's hands? Well, you're very, you're a good steward of the listener's money. (laughs) That's exactly right. So anyway, uh, all that is to say, I... I super agree that Dixie's pitch is not a bad one that you want that like there's a real um, advantage to being the paper plate or thinking of them as the paper plate that's not going to fall apart. But Rachel rightly takes exception to this this scenario that's in this particular ad. Um, And I'll just tell you what she has to say about it and then we'll play it. Uh, Or do you want to or do you want to maybe we should play it first. Your call. Uh, yeah, why don't we play it first, then I'll read you her comment. Okay, so what happens here? I see a fella on his couch. He's got a laptop open on his lap. He's got a dog sitting next to him. The dog is covered in orange pasta sauce for whatever oh, that's okay. worth. All right. And the way each of these commercials starts, the way this commercial starts is he's giving a review, like a you know a product review to the paper plates that he used, which were some other brand, you know, the competitor brand. And he's telling the story of how he used these plates to make his uh, special person a fancy meal. Like he cooked her his grandma's spaghetti or something. Mm-hmm. And of course, they absolutely cannot stand up to the weight of spaghetti and meatballs. And pasta sauce goes everywhere. Okay. Ruined our meal. I spent all day trying to master my Nana's recipe. Yeah. I got everything right. (laughs) Except for the plates. Not sure I'd even call these plates. One star. Don't get paper plates that'll leave a stain on your pasta night. Get Dixie Ultra Deep Dish Plates. Well, why are you holding it like that, you bozo? It's also holding the corner of the plate. uh, Andrew, Rachel couldn't agree more. Rachel says, this commercial fills me with rage every time I see it. You're going to make a special dinner for your partner indoors in a quite well-equipped kitchen. And it's true, like... He has a kitchen. He's not. This isn't at a picnic somewhere. He's making. And also, he's having a special date with his lady. Like, you can use your goddamn plates. Do you yeah. not have any plates in this apartment? Couldn't agree more. Um, and why would you serve it on paper plates? How did you get to be this old without learning that it's really never a great idea to hold a paper plate by the edge, especially when the paper plates appear to be the only plate that you know about? I guess Nana didn't teach him everything. <laughs> One, One star, star for Rachel. <laughs> yeah, no, that's irritating. I mean, I understand that they're trying to, they're trying to, you know, 
accentuate this pain point Come up again. with a pain point. But like, yeah, but it's just ridiculous. But also like you sh- it should always be a picnic. It should always be like, who's exactly. doing this? Exactly. So yeah. they actually do have one from the same campaign where I think that the premise is very re- relatable and it's exactly the kind of situation where you would absolutely use a paper plate. So in this one, you have two women um, and one of them's fixing lunch for the other one and the, the one who's having lunch fixed for her is painting on their person on the on their walls in this very elaborate like um like these chevrons these delicate chevrons that are being painted on the wall so it's like a really complicated painting project so it's kind of like yeah i mean when you're yeah exactly you're doing a house when you're doing a house improve or a home improvement project that is often like i think of when we painted the outside of our house like that's when we would always get like sandwiches and she literally has a sub like a like a hoagie on a in a paper wrapping on a paper plate that is i didn't even see this yet but yep that's the vibe this makes sense let's take a listen color me unamused got your sandwich trust me on this Double these plates up, or you could have a total mess on your hands. So she drops the sandwich. It, of course, knocks over the paint, and it ruins the the wall painting that they're doing. The wall painting is, as you said, very intricate. Don't get paper plates that can leave you feeling blue. Get Dixie Ultra Plates, three times stronger than the leading store brand. Dixie, make it right. So... Dixie, you figured it out for this one, right? There, there are all kinds of uh, scenarios where you would use a paper plate, mm-hmm. um, and if you're going to use a paper plate, use a good one. Um, but don't use it. Don't don't set it up for someone's special date night in their mm-hmm. home. Yeah. I mean, that's just it's so lazy. I get uh, implied same sex couple here too, which is good. Yeah, um, more and more, I'm seeing I'm seeing that there's one that's out right now with a, where. It's not explicit. It could be two girl, two friends going on a vacation together, but they're in the home of one of. They're in a home anyway, and it's very funny. And you have these two women. One of them says, "I booked our our vacation, um, but it's fully refundable because I used kayak or whatever." And the one who's getting this news is holding a meat tenderizer, and she like goes crazy with the meat tenderizer, going. I haven't been on vacation in a year. <laughs> this cannot be canceled. And she's actually tenderizing the meat while she's doing yeah. it too. That's it's, pretty good. It's it's really good. The, the performances are very good. So yeah, um, I'm seeing more and more more women. I would say not exclusively, but a lot of women same sex couples. Um, but more and more um, commercials are being representative, which is mm. nice to see. Uh, Mariners stranded that runner at first base. It's now a uh, bottom of the first one out so what does that mean it means it's jingle time hi guys this is jill calling from mill creek everett um just north of you guys uh and i feel like i owe you a jingle um, because I went way off topic on Facebook. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, What's Jill talking about? Um, I do not know exactly what off what Facebook off topic uh, reference she's making, but off topic is the name of the game. And it's, I like the fact that totally she fine. feels like she owes us. Whenever there's a situation <laughs> where the listeners feel like they owe us something, we are in the catbird and seat. And you recently mes- mentioned Betty Crocker in uh, one of your shows, and. There's this jingle that um, 
<laughs> usually just pops through my mind. Uh, okay, I'm going to try to remember it. Uh, ready when you are and when you're not. That's Betty Crocker's ready to spread frosting. Smooth and spreadable. And what's so incredible? It's ready when you are and when you're not. Uh, I'll give you a bonus round too. <laughs> um, have another nutter butter peanut butter sandwich cookie. I think they say buy Nabisco. <laughs> Thank you guys. I just love your show so much. So much joy. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. That was awesome. Well, you just brought us a bunch of joy. Thank we, you, Jill. You did, Jill. And I found Jill's random um, Facebook post, which was that she's all in on uh, pocketed pants, which I mentioned. Oh, I yeah. Like pocketed pants. And you know who has good pockets in her pants? Kate McKinnon in that first Verizon commercial. That's right. Yeah. Well, anyway, I could not find, Jill, that Betty Crocker ad. There are lots of references to it uh, all over the Internet, people remembering it and remembering all the lyrics. But weirdly, there does not seem to be... It's from the 70s, as Mm. far as I can tell, and I could not find any actual ads that use that jingle. There's so many Betty Crocker ads. Other jingles that I found... Uh, some really great ones from the 50s where a husband is berating his wife for making a cake for her um, like charity auction and not for him. Oh, that nice. one's nice. Oh, nice. Um, but nice I did view. find this one, which is hilarious. It's from the 80s. And it's it's basically just like inner. It's two. It's two images. One is a very extreme close up on this guy's face. I guess he's supposed to be like a handsome guy. But he's getting like very horny looking watching this cake get frosted. I think I remember this. Commercial. You might remember this one. And then so in between his horny looks at the cake, we see this like sexy cake getting frosted. But the audio is hilarious. You butter me up. You sweet talker, Betty Crocker. Oh, honey, what do you do to me? You spread sweet devastation and you lead me on and on. Oh, creamy deluxe, you're the cream of the crop. Frosting with butter, knock my socks off. You sweet talker, Betty That cake is about to get yeah. its innocence stolen. <laughs> it does kind of make me want cake, though. So I guess well done. Oh, God, watch. I watched maybe, I don't know, 20... Betty Crocker frosting and cake ads today, mm-hmm. and it was absolute torture. So I guess we'll be buying a cake later. Well, today. I'm making a pie tonight. Oh, that's so true. Yeah, I guess we'll have to eat the pie. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. You can sell. Marco has already given up three runs in the first, only one out. Welcome back to the big leagues. Marco Gonzalez, it's going to be a long night, ladies and gentlemen, but you don't have to listen to after these messages anymore because it's done for you. Also, I don't think you care about baseball. Nobody cares about baseball. You, you don't think people are tuning into this show to hear me call a game? No, they are not. If, if you want to tell Andrew what you thought of his game calling, no, don't. I know what you thought of it. Please don't. No. 607-444-5597 or email us at show at gmail. 
gmail.com. Don't don't let me. I know I know that that wasn't good broadcasting. Like let's let's just leave the critiques. You can also feel free to post about your opinions on our Facebook group. <laughs> um, it is the After These Messages Facebook group. You know, you, you, if you enjoyed the quiz, maybe you could call <laughs> in and talk about how you enjoyed the quiz. Not just how well it was produced, but also the way it was presented. Um, that would be something we'd be interested in hearing. But please, no no critiques on the baseball bullshit. And uh, I won't let that creep into the game again. Or the show again. <laughs> yeah, there we exactly. are. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Karachi Posse Zaki's poppy. Uh, Red Octagons couldn't stop me. I burn headband. My eyes all droopy. I have gooey foodies. Zoobies in my poopy.